Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Thank you for joining us here today. We're so glad that you could be with us. Go ahead and take a seat. If you're joining us online or here in person, if this is the first time you're here, we are glad to have you. Welcome to Emmanuel Church. I am Pastor Gabe, uh, and it's nice to meet you. Um, today, we will be having a guest speaker whom I will introduce in just a moment, but just a couple of announcements before we get started. Um, if you are here for the first time, don't forget to connect with us here online through an uh there's an online connect card you can fill out if you're here in person. Just see us in the lobby, and we want to give you a gift. If you're here online, uh, let us know. Maybe we can mail you a gift. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll take care of that. But we are glad that you are here. If you want to be able to give and support this ministry, you can give online by going to mymanualchurch.com slash give. Or you can text the amount you want to give to 84321, and you will be able to give that way. And we are glad that you, any support that you give this ministry, we are genuinely glad for it. August the 8th, we're, uh, we are celebrating our church's 40th anniversary. And as such, we're going to be having a special bilingual service on August the 8th at 9.30 a.m. And that same evening, we are also going to be hosting an anniversary banquet. There are more details on our website. Uh, you can buy tickets for the banquet for $20 per adult and $5 per, per, per child. Uh, so if you're under the age of 12, you get in for $5. For $5. If you're older, I'm sorry, you got to get in for 20 we are glad that you are here today and joining us today. We have a guest speaker, well, guest speaker, but he is from in-house uh, and a good friend of mine and ours. Uh, I want to invite to the stage uh, Brother Julian Macias, or a.k.a. Sirius. I don't know if he's going to rap for us today. No. What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing this morning? I want to thank my pastors, um, Mary and Ruben Garcia, uh, and also my close friends, Pastor Lejenska and Gabriel Garcia. Thank you for inviting me this morning to uh, preach the word of God. It's an honor. Uh, it's a blessing. Shout out to the worship team. Wow. Good to see y'all. Um, Shout out to Pastor, uh, the worship pastor, my brother Stephen, a.k.a. Gallo. And uh, before I go there, before I start preaching, I also want to give a shout out to my gorgeous, my beautiful, my model, slash beautiful, gorgeous, cute, Emily Vera Macias, my beautiful wife. Um, and this morning, I'm going to preach about a word a lot of people are scared to say. This morning, I'm going to preach about a word that it's not mentioned enough in churches. It's not mentioned enough in districts events. It's not mentioned enough in um, camps. It's not mentioned enough on Sunday service. It's not mentioned enough on Wednesday night youth service. The word that I'm going to preach about today, this morning, 
is the F word. The word forgiveness, Greek word means metonia, which means to make plans, change of heart and mind. We're going to open the word of God. But before we do that, we're going to open up in prayer. We thank you, Father God, for allowing us to wake up this morning, God. Thank you for not waking us up in the hospital, for not waking up uh, um, uh, in jail, God, behind bars, Lord Jesus. Thank you for waking up healthy and strong. Help. Thank you for allowing us to, to, to wake up this morning, to give you praise, to give you worship, to, to hear your word, God, and learn more from you. Help us and, and be with us, God. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody says, Amen. We're on Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 28. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup. Not a cup. He took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out as a sacrifice to give the to give the sins of many. John chapter 13 verse 27, when Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him, then Jesus told him, "Hurry and do what you're going to do." Uh title this sermon Judas 82. Tell your neighbor Judas 82. Judas Iscariot was one of the 12 apostles. He was notorious for betraying Jesus. He was the treasurer. Judas was one that would take care of the money and take the money. Judas uses a kiss to betray Jesus. Judas' kiss would clearly identify Jesus in the crowd when he betrayed him. See, we don't hear sermons about Judas too often. We do hear sermons about Peter, James, John, Matthew, Thomas, but not Judas. Most of us see Judas as an enemy, but Jesus saw him as a disciple. Jesus being 100% man and 100% God, Jesus knew, but still Judas ate too. John chapter 6, 64, for Jesus knew the beginning which ones don't believe, which the ones that are not going to believe, and he knew who will betray him. And check this out. He still kept them in his circle. How many of us are ready to throw hands once we hear someone is talking about us? How many of us get so angry for those who betray us or get mad at the person starting rumors about us? How many of us are ready to take it to the streets real quick? We go from a hundred to a we go from zero to a hundred real quick, from righteous to ratchet real quick. We be like, try Jesus, bruh. Don't try these hands. Real talk. Forgiveness. But let me tell you something this morning. The hardest person to forgive is not your neighbor. It's not your ex. It's not the church. It's not your friends who betray you. It's not your family members. The hardest person to forgive, it's yourself. We need to forgive ourselves before we can forgive others. We cannot embrace God's forgiveness 
if we are so busy blaming ourselves of all the evil stuff we used to do in the past and complain about our past. But let me tell you something. We don't live there anymore. When they came looking for me here at the at the Gabriel's house, they were like, hey, we we're looking for you. And I was like, I don't live there anymore. And no, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. That was a joke, but nobody laughed. That's still pretty sleepy. Forgive your mistakes. Forgive your past. Forgive yourself for being in that toxic relationship. Forgive yourself for thinking you're not enough. Forgive yourself for, for letting others run over you. Forgive yourself for thinking you were wasting your time. You were probably thinking, I was wasting my time. I was over there, but I was wasting my time. But through those hard times and difficult times, little did you know God was molding you. God was shaping you. God was working in you to make you the person you are now. And as long as there's still breath in your lungs, God is still not done with you yet. Forgive yourself. T.D. Jakes once said, learn how to forgive yourself because forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. Invest in yourself. Give yourself time. Give yourself a grande hot caramel macchiato upside down with extra caramel. Treat yourself. Sometimes it's also good to get away from the crowd. Get away from the people. Get away from the noise. Get away from the haters. Just you and God. Spend time on your own. When I say that, I don't mean just spending time all day in your room playing video games, Black Ops, or, or I don't even know the new games coming up. Um, growing up, I only, I only played Mortal Kombat, and that was it, uh, and Mario, Super Mario, on the Nintendo 64, I believe. No, Super Nintendo. Um, and, or, or I'm not just saying stay at home and spend time on, in your room posting and tweeting, or tweeting and posting. Get to know yourself first before you get to know someone else. That's why you may find yourself jumping from relationship to relationship. And then we ask y'all, why why y'all broke up? Well, she don't know me, bro. I'm like, nah, homeboy, you don't even know yourself. You don't even know. And then we ask her, hey, why'd you broke up with him? Oh, because he doesn't know what I like. And then next month, you in another relationship. Next month, and another one. Next month, another one. And then we see you at church, another one. But in reality, you still don't know what you want. Get to know yourself first and forgive yourself first or else you will be hurting those around you. You're going to be hurting your friends. You're going to be hurting your, your, your family members. You're going to be hurting people at church, the staff. You're going to be hurting everybody around you. Forgiveness is the key. When Jesus was sitting next to Judas, he never, ever judged him. So why are we judging others? When Jesus was feeding Judas, he never, ever, ever poisoned him. So why are we being so toxic toxic to others? Poison him with lies. Let me say that one more time. I like that. When Jesus was feeding Judas, he never, ever poisoned him. So why are we being so toxic to others? Poison them with lies. Poison everyone with lies. When <coughs> I'm recovering from coronavirus, and no, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Um, I just had a cold and uh, 
coughing a little bit, but I'm all right. Uh, no COVID, thank God. Um, no COVID, that's why I'm still here behind the pulpit. Uh, when Jesus was preaching to the crowd, he never, ever called out Judas. So why are we putting everyone on the spot? So why are we calling people in front of the church and putting them on the spot just to embarrass them? When Jesus was walking with Judas, he never, ever belittled him. Oh, you ain't got no J's, bro? Oh, what's up with you? You ain't got the new Nikes? You ain't got the new sandals, the ones that are comfortable, the one you step on, the, the, the slides? He never, ever, ever belittled Judas. Never. So why are we bringing people down? We are supposed to love one another. We need to support one another. We need to help one another. We need to forgive one another. How can we do that? We need to remind ourselves his death was the greatest presentation of real, pure, true love and forgiveness. One cross plus three nails equals forgiven. We are not defined by your past. You are not defined by your past. You are not defined by the likes. You are not defined by your followers. You are not defined by your failures. You are defined by his forgiveness. And we still bring up excuses. But, but, but you don't know about my past. You don't know what I used to do. I was the worst. I, I used to do this and I used to do that and I used to, I used to do it all. And we still saying, oh, but you don't know me, brother. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what, what everything that happened. You don't know all this. We need to remind ourselves. Thank you, brother. God bless you. But you don't know. You don't know that if, 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 if I do this, God is going to forgive me. How, how can God forgive me? We're still questioning God. But let me tell you, he will forgive you. And God is also going to use you. But how is God going to use me? You don't know what I did in the past. You don't know all this. You don't know all that. I, I, I did this and I did that. But let me tell you something this morning. Jacob was a cheater. Peter had a temper. David had an affair. Noah got drunk. Jonah ran from God. Paul was a murder, murderer. Gideon was insecure. Miriam was a gossip, santo. Martha was always worried. Thomas was a doubter. Sarah was impatient. Elijah was moody. Moses stuttered. Julian was short. Abraham was old. God still used each and every one of them the same way he will use you too. But you don't know what I did last night or you don't know what, what, what happened to me last night and you don't know what I did to, uh, last night. Well, I don't care what you did this morning. God still loves you. God still has a purpose in your life. I got news for you. The cross defines you. The three nails defines you. The empty tomb defines you. The upper room defines you. His blood, his word. You are defined by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Once we forgive ourselves and understand we've been forgiven, now we can forgive others. Forgive others. 
We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well of all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. Forgive others. Yet we are treating every hermana, every hermano, low-key like the villain. Nobody got that. It's all good. We're treating every hermano, every hermana, low-key like the villain. As soon as they post something on Facebook, we are ready. We, we, we are ready to go and attack. As soon as they load up a picture, we are ready to go and look, go under their, their, their profile and check them out and judge them. Oh, shoot. What's the first thing we do? We screenshot. We send it to everyone except for that person. Hey, man, you know, he's already in the world. He's doing this. He's doing that. Or she's doing this. And she's already with this guy. But she already, she just left him last week. And she's already moving on. And oh, homeboy's doing this. And homeboy's doing that. Why is he hanging out with the sinners? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? We're ready to judge. We are ready to, to, to start a rumor. We are ready to do it all. At least, at least the least we can do is like the picture first before you screenshot it. Or, 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 or come and oppose on the picture and then do all that. We are ready to attack. We are ready to call everyone and text everyone and start a rumor. And that is cray-cray. But we need to do as church, as a church, as a Christian, as a believer, as a newborn watch Christian, we need to grow up and remind ourselves we're not in middle school anymore. We're not in high school. People are still in high school, but it's all good. Um, Stop acting like we're in high school. Instead of reaching out a hand, instead of reaching out a hand, we stick our foot up. Like, just like this. We stick our foot out just so they can trip. We're supposed to bring people in, not kick people out. We're supposed to have the doors open, our arms open, and not pointing fingers. How is the world going to see the love of God through us while the church is fighting with one another? While there's groups over here and then groups over there and then they, 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 they can't see each other. We hate each other. We talk about each other. We, we blame them. It's not us. It's them. Oh, no, no, no. It's not us. They left because of them. They, they left because they don't show love. But we do. We do. And we don't even talk to that person that left. We don't even shake their hands. We don't even look at them. We, we, we stay six feet apart. No, we stay six to six feet apart. And, 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 and we never talk to that person. We ignore the person. We, we never show love. They don't even know their, our names. We haven't introduced ourselves to them. We're supposed to be the church. I have a quick testimony that I'm going to share real quick. Um, it was hard for me to forgive a, a person. Uh, at that time, I was praying and fasted because it was tough. And when I did, I gave that person a call. I told them, hey, man, this happened. And I didn't like the way you handled things. I didn't like the way you uh, 
you were worried about something else and not worried about the family. And yet, every time we see each other, you're a family man. You preach about being with the family. You preach about family this, family that. And, and, and it just didn't add up. I'm like, why, why, bro? So I told him that I, I, I grew a grudge. Like, I was, I was mad at him. I, I was like, bro, I haven't seen you like in a year or so. And if I did, I'll probably knock you out. I didn't say we're going to fight because, you know, I'm going to knock you out. I was that mad. I'm like, you know what? And, 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 and it's sad to say this, but he was a family member. And I, I told him, look, I didn't like what you did. I didn't like anything that you did. It was wrong. It was this and that. You were wrong. So I'm calling to apologize because I was so angry at you, so mad at you. So I'm calling to apologize, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I haven't talked to you or the family. I'm sorry we haven't seen each other. And um, and then he said, well, I was waiting for you to call me and apologize. I'm like, I stayed quiet. I, I was waiting for him to say something else. You know, I'm sorry, too, you know, whatever, whatever, cool family. And I'm like, okay. And then I paused, and I'm like, oh, shoot. He ain't saying nothing else. Okay. Well. All right, cool. Uh, well, with me and God, I'm good. God gave me this, this this joy. God gave me this peace, this love, this this this. Took me. It took me some time, but I wasn't expecting that. I was like, really, bro? Like we're family, blood. You know, you know, not bloods, bloods, but we're blood related. And I'm like, really? And after that incident. I was like, man, okay, so I guess that that's it. And and I wasn't mad at them. I'm not mad at them anymore. I invited them to our church, to our church, and our wedding. And um, I wasn't mad, but I was I wasn't expecting that answer. It's crazy because I remember my first youth camp. Me going as a little kid, I was like the same tall, the same height, and um. All I remember was me going to summer camp to go play basketball. We, try, we were trying to get that trophy home, like CP3. We were trying to bring a trophy back home with all my boys. And I was in, I, I didn't know anything about services, service. I didn't know anything about worship. I didn't know anything about calling. I didn't know anything at all. I was still sweaty. I was a little kid, sweaty, stanky. I, 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 I was in the front. And I just kept looking, someone staring at me. So I was like, ah, can we move the camera? Yeah, we can. Uh, I was like over here with all the youth group, and I was like, mm, what am I doing here? I'm thinking about the next move that I'm going to make, the crossover. I'm thinking about all this. And I had my hands in my pocket, and I looked back, and there was a guy staring at me like this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I kept looking, and he was still staring at me, just like this. And I'm like, "Oh shoot!" So then, so then, I was like, "Okay, I'm here, summer camp. I'm gonna pray." Started praying, God, protect my family, cover my family, be with my family. Thank you, Amen. That was my two second prayer. That's all I pray for. And then that guy, <laughs> I was over, I was still up here. And as soon as I kept looking back, the guy kept getting closer. It was so weird. So every time I look, 
Homeboy was like real, like getting closer. But still, like this. And then I've been like, oh shoot. He's just staring at me. So I'm like, uh, who is he looking at? The worship team, the, the pastor, who is he looking at? So I'm praying. Well, I wasn't praying. I was just there straight up being honest. I was like, you know, thinking about the next basketball, thinking about the next uh, snack that I'm going to eat. Um, so I look, I turn back. Humble was like right next to me, like six feet apart. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, dang. He's probably, and I'm, everything's going through my, through my mind that, that I crushed him over so bad that he's mad that I broke his ankles, that I step on his J's. What's going on? I'm confused. And then so he gets, <laughs> he gets closer. And I'm like, ah, whatever. If he touched me, I'm going to swing. I'm going to knock him out. And then, like, I felt this presence touching my shoulder. And I just felt a lot of love. I felt a lot of love, a lot of joy, a lot of peace, a lot of comfort, just, just godliness. And then he said to me, if you walk in forgiveness, God is going to bless you. At that time, I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, what the heck? What are you talking about? But I just went, okay, cool, whatever. But now, now I understand. When you forgive, you heal. When you let go, you grow. Forgive the people that hurt you. God will pay you back with double the joy, double the victory, double the portion Friendly reminder, don't blame God for the people that hurt you in church. They didn't die for your sins. Jesus did. We worship Jesus, not the mistakes of other humans. Before the death of Jesus, Judas ate too. Before, let me take a water break. Man, before the death of Judas, of Jesus, Judas ate too. Judas was prayed for too. Judas was welcomed too. Judas sat on the table too. Judas got his feet washed too. Judas walked with Jesus too. Judas saw the miracles too. Judas heard Jesus preaching too. Judas was trusted too. Judas was honored too. Judas sat next to Jesus. The spies of betraying Jesus, Jesus called Judas friend and told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Jesus loved sinners. We, the church, are supposed to love the sinners. We, the church, are supposed to be like Christ and not judge someone when they come in and ask them, oh, where were you last night? Why you didn't make it to the worship practice? Or why you didn't make it to the power games yesterday? Where, where, where were you at? What were you doing? Who were you with? I saw your tag on Facebook. I saw where were you. What were you doing? You know, we, we, we try to be like an inspector gadget. Uh, we try to be like a detective, criminal minds. We try to ask him all these questions and all these things. And I'm like, bro. Give me six feet apart. Give, give, give me some room. But I struggle to understand 
the kind of love Jesus had for Judas, the same love he told us to have. When you learn to sit at the table with Judas, you'll learn the love of Christ. When you learn to forgive your past and move forward, you'll learn the love of Christ. When you learn to forgive others and sit at the table with them, you'll learn the love of God. We have to forgive ourselves, forgive our past. I had a a, a, a Facebook message about a year ago or two years ago from a friend of mine from middle school. We were crazy in middle school. If y'all knew me then, y'all would not like me at all. At all. And um, he reached out to me, and the first thing he asked me on, on Facebook, he said, Hey, bro, I thought you were dead. <laughs> wow, okay. Good to, good to see that you're doing good too, bro. And man, now for reals, we, we thought you were dead. And I'm like, okay. Why, what happened? Well, we heard a story that you got shot, this happened, and this happened. And I'm like, no, no, thank God I'm, I'm still alive. Well, we even went to your old house in Rittenhouse. We went to Rittenhouse and we knocked. And, and, and nobody answered. Nobody answered the door. We were there for like a good 20, 30 minutes outside in the, in the, in the sun, sweating. But we're, we wanted to see you. We wanted to make sure you were still alive. And I said, bro, I'm still alive by his mercy and grace. But I don't live there anymore. I'm not the old me, what I used to do. I'm, I'm, I'm not that the old Julian. I'm not that old person that, you know, what, what I used to do. I don't live there anymore. And then he's like, oh, well, we also heard you got locked up. I'm like, man, he knows my whole story. But 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 you're doing good, right? I'm like, yeah, bro. I just got married to a model. I, I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Can't complain. God is good. And he's like, oh, okay. So, if the enemy tries to remind you of your past, if the enemy tries to remind you of what you did two years ago, five years ago, twenty years ago, yesterday, last night, this morning, all you have to is. All you have to do is remind him of his future. Remind him what God promised you. Remind him what God took you out of. Remind him what God did for you and your family. Remind him that that God is good. Remind him that you are still standing. Remind him that you are free. Remind him that you were set free. Remind him that you are free to run. Remind him that you are free to post anything on Facebook. Remind him that you are free to post anything on Instagram. Remind him that God still lives and you're still standing. In conclusion, people may hurt you, but God will heal you. Isaiah 53, 5. People may humiliate you, but God will honor you. Psalms 147, 6. People may judge you, but, but God will justify you. Galatians chapter 3, verse 8. Because God still loves you. John 3, 16. God is love. God loves everyone. God's love is so great that he gave his only son to die for our sins. And be resurrected. That That there, that alone is enough evidence that God loves his children. 
God is not looking to punish us when we do wrong. He's not ready to go and point fingers and attack us and, 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 and judge us and, 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 and put us down and, and, and embarrass us or, 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 or feel shame on ourselves or, 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 or just point fingers at yourself at us. Nah. Remember that, that God calls you by your name and Satan calls you by your sin. God knows your name. And Satan will just remind you of your sin, of your past. God is full of grace. God is full of mercy. God is full of love and forgiveness. Our God, who still sits on the throne, who is holy, 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 be praise and honor and glory and power, is the same God of yesterday Today and forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Can I get everybody to stand up at this moment? We're going to close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you, God, with humble hearts, Lord Jesus. We come before you, God, just asking for, for to help us to forgive our past. Help us to forgive our, our, our bad memories, God. Help us to, to, to let go of the past. Help us to forgive those that hurt us, God. Help us to forgive those that, that, that treat us wrong, that, that, never, that, that always point fingers, that always try to bring us down. God, help us to forgive those that did us wrong. Help us to love as you have loved, God. Help us to be like you. Help us to love those that hate us. Help us to be strong. I pray, God, that you will bless and touch every person in this, in this place, God, everyone listening through, me, to, through the social media, God. Help us to understand that our past is in the past to move forward God and to forgive those that did us wrong to forgive others just as, as Christ did God help us to be strong Lord Jesus help us to be more like you God help us to, to walk like you help us to when we sit on the table with with the person that, that, that did us wrong, God, to be more like you, God, and never point fingers, but to show them love, God. Show them love. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody says, Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.